0: More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org.
1: Recently, Pastor Ray finished the two-day message of encouragement he called overcoming weariness. It was a message about how true hope, partnered with faith as God has designed it, should be at work in our lives to make even the most outrageous dreams come true, but sometimes just doesn't. This week's six-day series entitled, Let's Talk About Hope, is all about making the worldly saying hope can make your dreams come true a heavenly reality. It's a message about dreaming big and overcoming the sometimes discouraging effects of that weariness and the delays, setbacks, and disappointments that can often accompany it. What powerful lessons and revelations Pastor will share from The Life of Abraham? illustrating hope's powerful spiritual partnership with faith and the spiritual truth that faith without hope is merely hopeless faith. Learn all about what Pastor calls the true treasure within us all, never holding back our gifts, never changing what is going on within us, never looking back, and never compromising our expectations.
2: I want to talk about three specific points, just three simple points um, to bringing your hopes and visions to reality. And we talked about four points last uh, on Sunday, if you remember. We talked about, um, you know, uh, come on, who can speak it back to me? Plan, prepare, pray, and persevere, right? Three things that I have purposed to use in my own life that have really Blessed me, have encouraged me along the way, and have kept me going. Um, three things that I'm constantly reminded about um, as I'm, you know, in pursuit of my dreams and visions. How many? And you know, I love to talk about dreams and visions because I believe there's so much locked up in so many of you. Amen. And when I say locked up, I mean I really believe that, you know, there's there's so much more. Uh, God refers to it as a treasure that's within us. You know. And um, there's so much more on the inside of so many people. And one of the most frustrating things for me as a, as a man of God, as a pastor, is when I see people not really, um, not really accomplishing or getting hold of those wonderful things that are on the inside of them. And my desire as a pastor, I mean, every pastor has a different mission, has a different uh, vision. But, you know, mine really, I'm an encourager. And I love to encourage people. And I want to encourage the life out of you. I want to encourage the gifts out of you. I want you to believe, I want to help you to believe that you can be more than you are right now. I want, yeah, because, and the reason why is not just so that we can be so good and we can throw our chests out and, you know, think we're so special, but God needs representatives in this earth that that are accomplishing things and are shining. Um, And listen, one verse in the Bible says, no one's going to listen to a poor man. And you know, um, so we need to excel in every area of life. Every one of us, Amen. we need to we need to accomplish in this life. Amen. I like to accomplish things, and I I want to see vision, and I want to see things come come to pass. I I, I don't want to just spin my wheels. Amen. So there's so much more on the inside of all of us. Yes. And uh, but I feel like I was really surprised by by Sunday because you know I just it's not a teaching I've done that teaching few times before but there was something about Sunday I got more feedback from so many people I think I first preached that that thing back in 2006 if my notes are correct and I've done it here and there a couple of other times but somehow it came out maybe it was just the right timing I got so much feedback so pastor that really encouraged me that really helped me it laid it out so so neatly like I, I have the plan but I, I don't have the I, I haven't been preparing for for the plan And I thought, wow, I've said that a million times. Maybe maybe you just weren't listening, but (laughs) but maybe this was the day. This was the day of revelation. So that's why I like to repeat messages and keep going over things. So three things that will encourage you and three things that you have to put into your plan um, if you're going to succeed in life and you're going to get somewhere and you're going to see your dreams and visions come to reality. um, Number one is that you're going to have to purpose to stay the course. Stay the course. Um, The verse that I want you to... Well, let me me say this first of all. Write this down. Don't allow the things that are going on around you change what's going on on the inside of you. Right? Don't allow... And often in my, my life, in my experience, and I love to share from my own experience, in my experience... I'm I'm going along the way. I'm moving on, on course. But then there's warfare, challenges, struggles, disappointments, whatever come my way. And if I'm not careful, I begin to focus on those things, on the things that are going on on the outside. And if I'm not careful, those things that are going on on the outside will have an effect on what's going on on the inside. So we have to be very, very careful that we understand if we're going to make it, we're going to have to stay the course and we're, not, we're going to have to be sure that we're not going to allow anything, anything that happens on the outside to change what I see and believe and are standing on on the inside. Amen. See, many of you know there's something greater on the inside of you. Yes. But one of the reasons why you've been halted or stopped or neutralized is because there have been challenges along the way that, that caused you to change the way you're thinking about yourself or your dream or your vision on the inside. That's right. So you've allowed something on the outside to change you on the inside. If we're gonna make it, if we're gonna get to our, our destination, get to our course and really finish, you know, achieve our dreams and visions, we're gonna have to stay the course and not allow anything that comes our way, no disappointment, no challenge, no struggle, no difficulty. And I can remember along the way, I mean, I'm going to tell you, it's the truth. The devil will set up the most discouraging circumstances for you because he doesn't want you to achieve. He doesn't want to see God's people succeed because if you succeed, you're a testimony now. You're a powerhouse. When you succeed, the kingdom of God succeeds. When you increase financially, the kingdom of God increases financially. You see, if, if you're, you know, if you're going to be truthful about it and be a giver and and so on and so forth. If you're just a taker, then you're going to take it and keep it for yourself, you know. But, but you see when, 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 so the devil, let me go back and say, so the devil doesn't want you to succeed or get ahead or progress in life because if you do, you know, his goose is cooked. And the kingdom of God is expanding and growing and abounding and you have a powerful testimony. So that's why we need to succeed in this life. We need to accomplish in this life. But you're going to have to purpose to stay the course. So our point, again, is do not allow the things or what's going on around you change what's going on inside you. Don't let anything cause you to come away from your course. Now, now, Galatians chapter 5 and verse 7, um, I extracted just this particular verse right here, but uh, Paul said it this way, You ran well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? In other words, what got in your way? What stopped you from pursuing course or pursuing the destination or staying in your lane and just keep on running what hindered you what got in your way what caused you to get tripped up and that's what many of us have to take a look at I know in my life there were things that were getting me tripped up and they were you know they were discouragements they were things that you know things didn't happen that easily how many of you know that stuff just doesn't happen easily all the time it doesn't come easy and, and you see, but, but I really believe that sometimes that's God just checking our faith out. Are we really going to trust God and believe God and, 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 and be strong in, in believing what God can do for us? Are we truly going to believe that God is the God of the impossible and will cause all things, you know, God, uh, you know, all things are possible to one who believes? So, you know, what is it? And you've got to look at those things. What is it that gets in your way or has gotten in your way that's tripped you up? I think some of us need to go back and renew our vision. Renew what God told us. Get excited once again about, you know, uh, you say, well, I've been through, you don't know what I've been through, I don't know. Listen, God is the redeemer and God can redeem all the time that you think is wasted, wasted time. God can redeem that time. As a matter of fact, you know, you've been through some bad situations. Those should be learning experiences for you going forward so that you, you know, you won't, you won't go through that again. One of, the, one of the, I think, one of the saddest things is people make mistakes and they don't learn from their mistakes and they keep making the same mistakes. But you see, when you learn from that mistake, God will redeem that time. That time will be redeemed. So no matter what you've been through, but see, we have to renew our vision. We need to get ourselves excited again or once again over, you know, those plans and ideas and thoughts we had on the inside that we know are from God. We know that God has has stirred something up on the inside of us. So we need to go for it. We need to just put it before God in prayer and, you know, do what we talked about on Sunday, getting that plan and, and, and preparing for it and praying over it and persevering in it. So we have to stay the course. Don't let anything get you off. You know, one of the, um, here, here's an interesting thing. You probably, I've used this illustration before, but I think it's so good. One of the biggest, one of the biggest things to get people off course is when you look backwards. Have you ever been driving your car along the road and, you know, something gets your attention and you, you, you start look or you look in the rear view mirror? What happens? You get off course. You, you, you lose control of your, of your direction, you're not headed in the direction you intended because you turned around and you look backwards. As a matter of fact, this is something interesting. Um, the car will go in the direction you look. That's right. Try it sometime. That's right. Don't do it on the highway, though. <laughs> if you look this way, your car is going to go in the direction you look. Yeah. So if you're going to stay the course, that's why I love that verse in, in Hebrews where it says, you know, uh, uh, you know looking unto Jesus the author and the perfecter of our faith. So we've got to keep our eye and our sight on the Lord and all that we know he's spoken to our hearts and all that we know that's on the inside of us and we need to just stay the course and don't allow anything that's going on around us on the outside and the devil will set it up. But you've got to become wise. You've got to become wise to his schemes and tricks and understand that those things are just booby traps to trip you up and to cause you to get discouraged and back up and quit and give up and throw in the towel. You, you've got to understand that it's not easy. Sometimes it's not easy. But I, I have a little saying, anything worth having is worth working for, or work wa- worth waiting for, or worth praying for, or worth giving for. You can put whatever you want in it, whatever adjective you want to put in there. It's worth it. If it's worth having it, it's worth doing it. Is everybody with me? Yeah. You see? So I, I, I think the important, the important point here is that there are gonna be, there's going to be stuff on the outside that's going to give us difficulty along the way. But we have to stay the course. Can't be a quitter. And this is, something, this is an area of my life. And you know, the, the older I get, the more I realize... And this, this is... How can I say this? This is, what, this is what is going on on the inside of me. I realize that the older I'm getting... I'm looking back and I'm realizing how much how much the devil has been afraid of me. And that's why he's caused trouble and tried to stop me and halt me because even though he's not omniscient, which means he doesn't he's not all knowing. God is the only one who is all knowing. But he has a glimpse. You know, he gets glimpses and glimmers of where you're going. And he sees the anointing, because he was in heaven, right? So he knows about the power of God and the anointing of God. He understands that. And he sees it working in the lives of God's people. And he, be, he, he gets afraid when he sees somebody really tapping into the anointing of God. And, and, and when, when, when God's children begin to tap into that anointing, it begins to upset him, and he'll begin to set booby traps and stir things up to hold you back. So I realized how, how afraid the devil really has been of me. And you see, I've had to look at my own life and say, what are the things that are holding me back or causing me sometimes to get off course, getting distracted and maybe going in directions I shouldn't be going? You know what I mean? Sometimes life causes you to go down rabbit trails. That's Right? right? Yeah. Or, or, you know, go down side roads when you're supposed to be on the highway. Anybody know? Yeah. You can get to your destination a lot quicker if you stay on the highway and stay off the off the back roads. Amen? So I've had to look at my own life and say, you know, I've got to stay the course. And I, I realize that, you know, God wants to do something in my life and do something great. Uh, but, you know, in times past, the, there's been distractions. Got to be careful. Got to be distracted. And sometimes they're not even, sometimes they're just internal distractions. You're distracted by insecurity. I'm, I'm, I'm a little uncomfortable with this. I don't know if I can do this. Come on. Anybody know what I'm talking about? This is for somebody else, not me. But all the while, you know, on the inside, God's calling you to something greater and something bigger. And God, you see what I'm saying? So, so, and, and I've had to deal with some of that because it's easy to just easy to just say well you know we've worked hard look at where we've gotten this is great this is wonderful I'll just stay here for the next 20 years 25 years whatever it is you know until I get so old that I can't stand on the pulpit anymore at 119 <laughs> that's more than 20 that's more than 25 years you understand but you know what I'm saying but um but you know uh, I've had to deal with that. And you can get comfortable sometimes. You can get lazy. And, and, and those are all ki- the kinds of things that get you off course and get you distracted and cause you to not pursue and not to move in that direction that you know um, God wants you to move or the direction that you know is going to take you ultimately to your dream and vision. Yeah. Sometimes we've had difficulties and we, we say, I'm, not, I'm never going to do this again. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yes. I've been hurt. I've been disappointed. You know, life's going to have sometimes disappointments. But you know what? God will never disappoint you. Do you know that when you, you walk by faith and not by sight, and you, you stand on the word and you trust the word, what seems to be a disappointment, God is going to show you that that's going to become, that disappointment is going to become a blessing in your life. I'm telling you, it's the way it works. You've got to stay the course you've got to stay the course and and you see this is the, the truth of it is that there are so many quitters in the body of christ so many people are quitting and giving up they're just they're they're falling out of the ring and i see it all the time sometimes what i i do of course you know if you're a member of the church you're on the birthday list and I try to call everybody on their birthday, and it's amazing to me every year I get the birthday list and I check off. This one hasn't been around in a year. This one hasn't been around in eight months. And these were people who were solid and with the church and growing. And then you know you look into it, you find out. well, You know, in fact, we were talking about one person today. Well, pastor, it's just been difficult. You don't, you know, I'm just, I don't know, I'm just not feeling like going to church, and I'm not feeling like doing, it. and just home and depressed and totally into, uh, you know. Uh, it's her own problems and issues. And you say, well, how are you going to get anywhere? You're, you're allowing what's going on around you, on the outside of you, to, to, to squelch and to quench that's, that which is on the inside of you. You know better than that. you know. And, and there's, so, there's so much quitting going on in the body of Christ. And, and I'm going I'm to just say this. That's why I think I may have to teach this again on Sunday. But... You may get this a second time. Please don't not come to church because I might not do this, but I have to, I have to pray about it. But, but, but there are a lot of people who are out there who have quit and backed up and are just living in the world. I love Jesus. You know that kind of, I love Jesus. I'm saved, but that's the end of it. That have a tremendous call, purpose, anointing in their life that they will never fulfill. They'll never fulfill it. People will, are, are de- were, were destined to be blessed by them and through their ministry or words or whatever. They'll never fulfill it because they couldn't stay the course. They couldn't stay the course and they quit and they gave up and they became compromised and they became neutralized. Because when you are compromised, you, you're, you're in neutral. You're neutralized. And you're not effective anymore. And I often say that the, great, the devil's greatest tool in your life is to put you in neutral. Put you in neutral. That's his greatest desire. He you'll do nothing. You'll just be in neutral. You, you, won't, you won't stand on the word, believe the word, pray. You won't live for God anymore. You won't live godly. You'll quit and just be neutralized and be compromised. And that's where he gets his greatest victory. And you go around and people know that you're a Christian. And you say, oh yeah, I'm a Christian, but I don't go to church. I'm a Christian, but I'm poor, sick, broke, depressed, oppressed, depressed, and every other kind of pressed. You know what I'm talking about. Come on. Am I telling the truth here tonight? So so we've got to be certain that the things, we're not allowing the things that are going on around us. And, and, and this is what I found in my life, that you've got to push through and fight through. Here, you ready for this? Emotions. Yes. Emotions. Because your emotions will kill you. Yes. Your, your emotions are the biggest dream robbers, one of the biggest dream robbers in your life. Yes. Emotions will get in your way and just kill you and, and suck the life out of you and just cause you to, again, you know, just give up or be neutral. See, there are some people that don't, that don't backslide, but they just, they're neutralized. Yes. So they're not slipping backwards. They're not, you know, they still love the Lord, but they're totally neutralized. They're no longer in pursuit of something better in their life. They're, not, they're no longer in pursuit of the promises of God. They're no longer in pursuit of, of the destiny and the purpose that's in their heart and in their life that God put them on this earth for. Isn't that the truth? So we're going to have to stay the course and not allow those things on the outside to really change or destroy what's going on on the inside of us. So, so Paul says in Galatians 5, 7, you ran well, who hindered you from obeying the truth? What got in your way? Who was it? Or what was it? We could say, too, what, what was it? Now, in 2 Timothy uh, chapter 4, in verse 7, um, Timothy, sa- uh, Timothy says. Uh, Paul says it this way to Timothy, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I've kept the faith. In other words, notice something. In order to finish the, the race, he had to fight a fight. What I get out of this, in order to get to his destiny or his destination, he had to fight his way through yes. by faith. Yes. 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 He had to step it out by faith. Yes. So his comment is, his, his, "His thing. I have fought the good fight. And, and we all know, why is it a good fight? Because we win. Yeah. If we'll, if we, listen, if we'll not lay down and play dead, if we'll not allow the devil to knock us out, if we'll stand our ground, it's a good fight because we win. Amen. So he says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. Notice that said, I finished. A lot of people have started, but not many are finishing today. I'm saddened. I see them all over the place. I, I, I was talking to, I was talking to, um, two guys at the gym the other day well one young fellow I, I know that he he is saved and i knew that because he told me that but i found out that another guy he never said a word he knew knew i was a pastor found out that he was saved so i i asked him one day i said what, what church did you grow up in? he said assembly's a god i said assembly's a god i said you grew up in pentecost he said Mm-hmm. i said where do you go to church He says no nah, go to church so what do you mean you don't go to church and i said you know better than that He said, well, well, what's the name of your church? And I gave him the name and he had his little phone, you know, little iPhone. He went on and pulled up the website. He said, well, maybe someday I'll come. But, you know, it's amazing how many believers that I encounter that are no longer fighting the good fight of faith and are compromised and backed up and giving. And, you know, you wonder why they can't manifest the blessings of God. They're never going to get to their destiny. They're out of the will of God. They're out of the purpose of God. You know, that's why I, I, I'll just go down this for a minute. That's why I think one of the number one things you need to teach your children, for those of you who have children, is to stay in the will of God. And the very first will of God is the staying in the word. Stay in the will of God. Go to church, pay your tithes, love God. You will get, you will get so much farther ahead in life if you Keep God first and honor God with your life and never back up.
0: Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry.